This show is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code WARCAST, that's W-A-R-C-A-S-T, and save an additional $5 off any order of $30 or more. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Forecast. I am Renata. And I am Starman. Welcome to episode 83. And we're not dead. No, we're, not, we're not even mostly dead. We're not even mostly dead. <laughs> this is what happens when real life intervenes. Yeah, this, this last month, our entire last month has just been incredibly hectic. And of course, you know, when we... I, we realize it's been a long time since our last show came out, and mm-hmm. we apologize for that, but, I mean, I had a trip, a funeral, and a whole bunch of other stuff going on. I've started a new business, and things are just really, really crazy for me, and between my schedule and Starman's schedule the past couple of weeks, we just we barely had time to even to aim each other. <laughs> much less do anything else. Yeah. Uh, Ren was saying before that um, I don't get on AIM in the morning. And the reason why is because lately I'll get to work, I'll put my stuff down, put my jacket around my chair, and within literally 30 seconds I've got people talking to me at my cube for like an hour and a half trying to figure out. And by then I'm just so gung-ho and getting done what I need to get done that I won't even remember that I forgot to start AIM in the morning. Right. So it's it's been so hectic. I haven't logged into the game in oh, but it, well, I logged in about a week ago. Um, to tell a story real quick, I was doing my cooking dailies oh, every yeah. day for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, and then I stopped playing for a little while because everything just got so hectic. And then I log into the game, I do my dailies, and boom, I got my uh, my storm chops. Finally. Finally. So now I can get my chef um, title as soon as I have the time to do that. Right. I haven't raided in two weeks, um, which I feel really bad about. Mm-hmm. And um, But that was because I have some friends that were visiting from out of town. And then I had, uh, I had fifth row seats to nine-inch nails the other day. Did, and has, I'm sorry, did but the, 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 the farewell tour of nine-inch nails sort of trumps Alduar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'd say that. Did you did you have problems with your hearing afterward? What? <laughs> no, actually, it wasn't that bad. Oh, it I really could, wasn't. When I was in grad school, I had we had third row seats to Aerosmith. It was their <laughs> Eat the Rich tour. Oh yes, and I could not hear well for like two days afterward. Yeah. But they had yeah. some massive, massive. My first, my first Bon Jovi concert was like that in 88 or 89 or something like that. Mm-hmm. I came back the next day. It was just tinnitus for two or three days. I just couldn't hear. It was just like someone had cupped their hands right over my yep. ears. 
Yep. I didn't get the ringing, thank God, but the uh, but I couldn't hear worth a damn for for quite a while after that. Yeah. yeah, I I haven't been on the game much. I I did go. I did raid once. Wasn't last weekend. It was the weekend before that. But the other one, you know, I just come back from Massachusetts. I was up visiting Christy and Mike from Analog Hole. That was a lot of fun. We went to see Star Trek, and we I got to to sit in the famous butt kicker seat. <laughs> Although I did learn the lesson of if you were going to go to an IMAX film, the worst place is the front row. Oh yeah. Well, we didn't yeah. have much of a choice because we got there very late, oh. um, and they were already starting the, the where the guy is talking about the theater and giving the butt kicker uh-huh. seat speech. Uh-huh. And for those of you who don't listen to Analog Hole, the butt kicker seats the, the, this is this is theater that's in a furniture store. It really is in a furniture store. You have to walk miles, it seems, through this furniture store before you get to the theater, which is in the back of it. And it has these extremely comfortable Tempur-Pedic seats. It's that memory foam stuff. But there are individual sound systems within each seat. So <laughs> you get the vibrations from the sounds right in your back <laughs> and in your butt. And uh, so it is kind of an experience. But about the only seats left were, were these seats in the front row. So, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like. I have never seen pores that big on anyone's face in my <laughs> life. I swear they were as wide as my hand. And, you know, you get to see who didn't shave that morning. <laughs> I mean, I, I almost became obsessed with it. It was a little little distracting. And the screen is huge. And it's sort of curved. And we were mm-hmm. off to the side a little bit. And there, I swear, there were some action scenes I couldn't follow. Because I'm, I'm you know, looking from side to side, trying to figure out what is the focal point of what's going on. Uh. So I, I've often thought I might go back. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um, but I've often thought that I should go back and see it in a regular theater and look at some of those scenes again just to figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. And then I had my grandmother's funeral. She actually died in January, but we had the funeral um, on the weekend of the 23rd because uh, the cemetery up there doesn't start digging until May because the ground's frozen. But uh, so that was kind of stressful. Didn't get back until late on Sunday, so I didn't raid then. That's usually my raiding night. Then I raided, and then the following one, my father and stepmother were up you know it's just it's just been that kind of a mm-hmm. several weeks and um just really so nobody, not had the time and energy nobody despair it's, it's just one of those things that happen where the real world has to intervene and you put your priorities aside f- for a little while and have to say you know it's just a game mm-hmm. the purples will still be there but friends family and such those come first Friends, family, work, paying the bills, (laughs) paying paying your rent, paying your mortgage. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there was a lot of people who posted on our board saying, have you gone away? The answer is no. We wouldn't just go away without telling you. We're not going to we're not going to pod fade. If we, you know, (laughs) stop the show, we're going to have an end show. But um, we were also on the on the forums, on Twitter, all that other stuff. So, I mean, we were around. Yeah, everybody who is following at least me knows how busy I've been. Right. I 
when I get busy, I tend to forget about Twitter, to be honest. You stop, yeah, you stop tweeting, so. I stop <laughs> tweeting, so follow him, and you'll, you'll get the, the story. With me, if I just stop tweeting, that usually means that I'm pulling my hair out, doing something else. Mm-hmm. But, so we have uh, news, lots yes, and lots of news. because we don't really have much to talk about game-wise of what we've been doing, because neither of us have been doing anything. Although, I should, me- I, I do want to mention this, this is something I'm doing, but... Uh, I'm going to bring uh, Kryler on sometime in the next month or two because he has been working very hard on Lore Master. Really? And he's been finding that certain portions of it are unusually difficult. Like, at least for the Horde, Lore Master Kalimdor mm-hmm. is very, very difficult and very hard to do. And so hopefully... You know, he'll figure out some tips. He's already been writing down some kind of tips and tricks that he's been using to get through Lore Master. Hmm. But, um... What race is he? He's an orc. An orc. They start on Kalimdor. I know. Hmm. Problem is, is it appears from preliminary look-ats that there's a lot of quests in Kalimdor that don't count toward Kalimdor. That's one of the things that's very interesting about oh. Lore Master of Kalimdor and also Lore Master of um, Eastern Kingdoms. Eastern Kingdoms is just because a quest is done in either Eastern Kingdoms or Kalimdor doesn't necessarily mean it counts toward Lore Master of Kalimdor. For example, there's a lot of quests in Silithus that don't count toward Lore Master. Really? Yes. Are these dungeon-based? Are they for, like... No, not all of them. There's just some that just plain don't count. Well, that's not good. Um, Was he working backwards? um, Like, like why Silithus? Well, he's just trying anywhere that he hasn't done quests. Mm, Okay. And so he's just, you know, kind of going through each... There's quests in Ashara. There's there's a quest that's, that's off one of the cliffs where you have to escort... Uh, it's an escort quest off a off a crashed pirate ship. That quest doesn't count toward Lore Master Kalimdor. Oh, oh, well, yeah, definitely. We'd love to hear about that. So I've been meaning to do that. It's I don't know how it is for the Alliance, but for the Horde side, anyway. Um, Lore Master of East Kingdoms is very easy. Now I thought with with my rogue because she originally started out. It way, way, way back when, go back in the Wayback Machine, she started out as an experiment tune for the show. Right. Where I was doing uh, how fast, I was doing the Horde side version of the Reputation Experiment, and I also wanted her to do as many of the quests as possible. She's 40 quests short in Kalimdor. Hmm. Wow. And um, there are some tricks and tips that we've been kind of picking up as we do it. He's been going at it more assiduously than I have. So he's kind of turning into the expert on this. But Hmm. um, he's, um, as I said, sometime in the next month, month and a half, I want to bring him on to talk about that. Yeah, So that's something that's kind of coming up in the future. That's All right, so anybody that listened to the last show or two said that I was going to start... I said that I was going to start working on the insane. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> you no. got sanity, huh? No, you know what it was. It wasn't even so much the rep stuff with the blood sales and all that. It was the um, those 
junk boxes? Is that what they were? The junk boxes that you have to pickpocket? Oh, yeah. Oh, forget that. People are are asking for an outrageous amount of money for those. No, unless and you have a rogue, a high level rogue to do that for you, you're just screwed. Yeah, you're just completely screwed. And I am not going to start a rogue just to do that. I I wouldn't even ask my kids to play my. <laughs> Nobody touches my account, and I wouldn't even ask my kids to do that. It's like, oh, you know, start a start a rogue for daddy. <laughs> so, no. Child labor. <laughs> um. I did find that on my um, my death night that has not really spent a lot of time in um, uh, Booty Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is what is it? She's neutral with right the goblins, mm-hmm. and so it would be a lot easier for me to actually do it with that character than my than my main my uh, my mage. But I just I just looked at it and I went, all right, I could do that. I could do. That. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm just I life is just too precious to spend <laughs> on junk boxes. Well, for me it wasn't even that one that really um bothered me. It was the Dark Moon Fair one where you've got to do oh, the Dark Moon too, decks right. and the one where you have to use the do the unique books mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. for Dire Mall and all the turn in stuff that you've got to get for that. That was just the part that said, uh, That's no right, that was another way. one. I just went, oh no. No, 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 no. I can do without that title. No, get Blood Sail Admiral on your uh, on your Death Knight though. That'd mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah, that'll be good. And then you can get the reputation back later easily enough by doing runecloth turn ins. Oh sure. So anyway we do there is some news. News. Hot fixes. Uh, yes. Blizzard has seen the need to remove all non-boss chests from Burning Crusade dungeons. Due, is, due to an exploit. Well, here's, by- the, <laughs> here's the thing that I think. I think they're saying that it's too easy for rogues to sneak in and just farm chests. But I have to say this kind of brings up a general bitch that I have with how rogues are being treated. We're a utility class in some ways, or we were until Northrend, where, you know, our one of our big party tricks is unpicking boxes and mm-hmm. unpicking locks, and there's sure. locked doors and there's locked chests. Well, there are no locked chests and locked doors anymore. Well, there's still locked doors in, in Burning Crusade. They didn't take those out, but they took all the chests out. I'm like, you know, what's the point? You know, why am I a rogue? I mean, <laughs> well, my DPS to... isn't even that that high compared to other DPS classes. What am I doing here? <laughs> PvP. I don't PvP. No, but that's what, what I'm saying is it's not even for PvE anymore. No. It's for PvP. That's really what they're good for is to just sneak up on people and beat the crap out of them before they can even say boo. Well, what they are good for is, I, one of the reasons that I've always enjoyed playing rogues is, and one of the things I miss when I'm leveling up other characters is the ability to sneak into the, whatever the end boss is, or the mm-hmm. end, you know, I can give, I don't have to do all that trash. I can just sneak in, go right back to the, whatever the, the directive is and go do that and then sneak back out. I do right. miss that on my other characters, but you know. You feel kind of useless as a rogue these days. Mm-hmm. You know, and what's funny is that 
I actually find I am in a lot of demand for picking like, you know, frost steel boxes and titanium boxes and all that other stuff simply because people are abandoning rogues right and left. Yeah. And I for, don't for Death Knights? For Death Knights, for pretty much any other class. Mm. Um rogues just aren't needed as much as they were. I mean, yeah, I could stand around in Dalaran or in Orgrimmar picking people's <laughs> lockboxes, but boy, that doesn't really make me feel really useful, you know? I just would like to see Blizzard do something for the rogue that makes us feel like special snowflakes. Again. Loved. Bunnies and unicorns. Bunnies and unicorns. Well, I'll stab the bunnies and unicorns, but <laughs> it's... You know what I mean? It's just I just don't feel like we have anything interesting to offer anymore so you know this is just one more example of well screw the rogues no one plays them anymore anyway yeah well it seems like well not every would you say like every class goes through this every few months mm, well i i know that other classes do complain about not feeling like they're they're particularly special like one of the complaints that I've heard from mages is, especially in Max, because there was almost nothing in there they could polymorph, mm-hmm. that other than being DPS classes, as long as they showed up at the beginning to hand out Monastrudel and showed up <laughs> at the end to port everyone out at the end, they might as well not show up. Yeah. I mean, did you kind of feel that way, that other than... Um, at one point, yes. And then mages became very, very useful... For a while. And now in Old War, there seems to be, uh, because everybody's doing a dance and they can't stand still for very long, my DPS is just shot down. And and that's not just me, it's other mages. And now all the melee DPS are getting all the high DPS. Well, yes and no. Um, it depends on the fight. Fights like Ignis, where Ignis is just moving around all the time. Mm-hmm. And I can't necessarily predict what direction he's going to go into because I've got to always stay in melee range. Right. Uh, that's, that's a fight where my DPS is not very good because it seems as though I just get started on him and boom, he's gone and i got to go run after him. Right, I spend right. half the fight just running after him. So if you look at my overall DPS, it's low. But if you look at all my DPS time, it's also low. Yeah. It's not because I'm off, you know, getting a beer. It's because <laughs> I can't keep up with the damn monster. He's just running off all the time. Mm. So, I don't know. Um, I think that ev- every class feels like they don't get quite enough love, although I'm sure Death Knights don't necessarily feel that way. Mm. But on that note, they did nerf <laughs> Rep Pallies. Yes, they did. And to be honest, I read this twice. Mm-hmm. I just went, okay, I kind of get it. Because I don't play a pally, and I really don't pay attention to them. So I don't know the the deep-seated problems with this. So maybe you can explain. Yeah. Um, Vindication is a retribution spec uh, talent. You need 11 points. You need 10 points. It's an 11-point talent, and there's two talent points in it. And what it does is it gives a chance on a physical attack to reduce the target's stats mm-hmm. by either 10 or 20%. Now, this used to affect all the stats. Um, but now they've changed it so it only affects agility, spirit, and strength. Right. It does not affect stamina or intellect. Um, this is mostly a PvP nerf. 
And the reason that people didn't like it was because, imagine, here you are, you're a mage. Mm-hmm. You have, um, let's say, I'm just picking a round number. You have 10,000 hit points. And this goes up against you, boom. You now have 8,000 hit points immediately. Yeah. You've just lost 20% of your health um, because of, your, because of the, your stamina going down. Right. Um, and then at the end of the fight, the, um, hammer of wrath kicks in when you've got, when you're at 20% health and for, especially for a clothy, that can be an instant kill. So you're only working with 60% of your health going Mm -hmm. up against a paladin. And so people didn't, people thought this was too much. And apparently this is much more of a problem at the lower levels of, battlegrounds than it is at the higher levels when people have much less of a margin to work with. This is how I understand it. Um, so there's been a lot of complaints about this one, of course. The Brett Pally is saying that, you know, hey, you're taking away one of our big abilities here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to knock someone's health down almost immediately by basically by hamstringing their, their stamina. But other people are saying, you know, why does it make sense to nerf this ability because it's overpowered at lower levels? Mm-hmm. So there's people who are going to be happy to see this. Of course, Rep Pallies are not happy about this because this was a very powerful ability. I mean, it still will decrease a character's agility, spirit, and strength, which is going to affect, for like rogues, it's going to affect their attack. Rogues and, and, um, and hunters, it's really going to their attack power with rogues it's going to affect their ability to dodge strength that's the you know the major attack power for the other melee classes and spirit well that's going to affect their their mana regen in combat but you know frankly things happen so fast in battlegrounds that i'm not even sure spirit matters that much anyway Mm. what they didn't not affecting int I don't know about that one, but not affecting stamina, I sort of see that one. I sort of see why that was overpowered. Oh, yeah, definitely. Not affecting int. Um, I don't know. I guess the same way. 60% of your int? Is that how it worked? How did, how did the last 20%, 20%. Okay. Knocks so, off 20% of your int. Yeah. So now you're working with less int. Mm-hmm. Which affects your attack power as a, uh, your spell power. As a mage. As a, ma- as a mage is it spell power. Or is it just monopool? Both. Okay. So uh, you know that was one of those things that this was a this was an in-game fix that was put into place actually t- today. It was hot fixed in. Yeah. Um, patch three point two is coming up at some point. It's their ma- next major content patch. So I wouldn't actually expect this to see this until later in the summer. And from what I, I see here, it doesn't look like this is going to affect raiding at all. No, this is a lot of PvP changes more mm-hmm. than anything. The, the Argent... Oh, go, go ahead. No, you go. No, go, 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 go. Okay, the Argent Tournament expands. With the help of Azeroth's heroes, the Argent Crusade will finish the Argent Coliseum just in time to call for all brave citizens to prepare for battle with the Lich King. New dailies, rewards, and more will be available at the Argent Tournament Grounds to lure adventures into the new Coliseum. Seaside for details. <laughs> so, 
are, what PVE has to do with the Lich King? I mean, what PVP has to do with the Lich King? I don't know. Yeah, it's but. just an expansion. <laughs> it's you know to give people who've already finished the Argent tournament something more to do with that. Now, I have to admit I've started it, but I kind of lost interest. I started it about a week ago, and I went. I don't get it. I mean, I get it, but it's, it just doesn't interest me at all. Yeah, I, the, playing with the you know the jousting chickens is kind of fun, <laughs> but I'm not really very good at it. I suppose it's probably one of those things that with experience and practice you get better at it. And there are titles and there are pets to be had, so I guess mm-hmm. I will probably pick up on doing those once I've got some time again, which won't be for a while. But you know, once hopefully they're not the other stuff isn't going to go away. And when this Coliseum gets well, up. do you think that maybe because we have no idea what the fight against the Lich King is actually going to be, right? So maybe this has something to do with it. They brought in siege vehicles. Maybe they're bringing in some sort of PvP type battles for uh, for Ice Crown. Well, it says to prepare for battle mm-hmm. with Lich King. Yep, and then the next one, Crusaders Coliseum. It says. In order to prepare for a siege on Ice Crown Citadel, players will be called by the Archer Crusade to test their metal in the Coliseum. Five, ten, and twenty-five player challenges await inside. Now they don't say anything about are these is this a sort of is this a new kind of dungeon with five, ten, and twenty-five players, or is this more like an encounter? a la, you know, Gruel or one of those, or is it something completely different? No idea. No idea yet. New Battleground. Isle of Conquest, a new large-scale siege battleground will be open. The Horde and Alliance will battle head-to-head for control of strategic resources to lay siege to the keeps of their opponents. Sounds like Warsong Gulch. Um, resources? Um, Rathy Basin. Uh, Rathy Basin. I haven't even planned played like Strand of the Ancients. There was the Lordaeron one, which I never did, but that's arena. Yeah, it's arenas. On which note, the new arena season will start. Season seven season will officially seven. start, paving the way for all new items and challenges. <laughs> I wonder if they'll have uh, the same kinds of problems that they had with season six, with nobody wanting to play arenas. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows. I haven't done any kind of, of PvP on a regular basis. and I mean, my farmer tune was actually supposed to be my PvP tune. And she was never supposed to go above level 29. She was a mage. And mm-hmm. now she's level 70 and she's a farmer. <laughs> so that's how long it's been. I don't even think Burning Crusade came out at that point. Oh, no, it must have. Must have. We have new druid skins. Yes. Okay. There are two druid skins. There's lots of pictures online. We'll make. We'll put links. We'll put links to the pictures. There's. They've made new um, looks for night elves, tauren, um, for cat form and bear form. Now I don't know if they're going to do different ones for trees and moonkin either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they at least have come out now with the night elf and tauren forms. The major difference that I see between them is that the cats in the bear forms and taurins have horns, and they don't have horns for night elves. Hmm. Other than that, I didn't really see... There were some build differences, but I didn't really see a lot of differences between them. I think this is good. Some variety. 
Yeah, I mean, not all druids look alike. That would be that would be kind of nice. And I've always thought that I've always found it a little puzzling that they don't look any different depending on what race you start with. Now you will be able to sort of pick indirectly which ones you have mm-hmm. because uh, it's going to be tied to night elves. It's going to be tied to their hair color, and with tarn, it's going to be tied to their skin color, right. um, which will when they when this p- comes out probably with 3.2 um right now a tarn can't change their their skin color pattern mm-hmm. um but they will be able to do so in the barbershop mm-hmm. yeah right so you go to the barbershop you go and you change it to bear form and then somehow <laughs> you're gonna have to say take a little off the top <laughs> No, I think that you. I, I don't know whether you'll just have to keep paying for changes and then see what you get. I'm sure someone will will present a guide. Like, if you are colored like a Hereford, then you get this color. If you're colored like a Holstein, then you get this one. If you're a Jersey cow color, you get this one. Um, I'm sure that someone will come up with <laughs> some sort of a guide for this. But um, the moose dairy. Oh, the moo. Oh, all right, all right. I'll stop with the moo. I'll stop with the moo. <laughs> um, but you will be able to pick what, what colors they are. Um, they, I'm sure they did this with the skin color because with Tauren, there's no way to change the hair color independently. Mm-hmm. All Tauren have, their, their hair, head hair color is tied to their skin color. Mm-hmm. So mostly it's either black or it's, there's one that's kind of an iron gray. Or it's brown, reddish brown, but it's always tied to the skin color. So they're unless they were going to change that mechanic completely, they're um, they're just going to put it at skin color as an option to change in the. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, do you just get out, you know, like airbrushes or something to? I don't know. They all taste the same off the grill to me. <laughs> oh God. You just made you just pissed off every Torrin listener that we have. I uh, no, I did not. <laughs> well, my hunter would. All right, really here I'll, I'll wait. I'll, I'll I'll say some punt gnomes there. How about that? Okay, <laughs> but um, so and that, that kind of ties in, and I'll tell you, talk about why it ties in a moment to a new feature that they've introduced called the Bostieri, mm-hmm. um, which is an, a, a new feature that they're going to put on the website, which is going to, as they put it, if you've ever been curious as to the lore behind the faces that thwart your dreams of fame and fortune, look no further than our newest site edition, the Boss Gieri. <laughs> Seek the Search the map and simply mouse over the boss icons to learn more about each one. Satisfy your curiosity here, and it's got wait, a link which wait, I will put on wait, the... Wait. You have to do it. It sounds so ominous. If you've ever been curious as to the lore behind the... Fi- You're right. So you read this, and it sounds like, wow, this is really cool. So you click the link, and you mouse over, and you get a teeny little pop-up. Yep. That's Oop. it. Blaine Leviathan is a guard. I mean, that's it. Yeah, we you knew that. <laughs> you get this tiny little pop-up with, like, you know... a. F- Four sentence paragraph, if you're lucky, with the lore of the characters. Now, for people who are really into the lore, I suppose this would be kind of interesting. 
but it doesn't tell you anything really useful about no it doesn't no. give you loot tables it doesn't give you information about their special abilities i mean i wouldn't expect them to say this one has this number of hit points and has these resistances and has no but at least you know tell me tell me he has fire based attacks or tell me this guy has um cold based attacks or melee based attacks mm -hmm. tell well, me something about his loot table well all right so well, the description there's another description that says they say that curiosity killed the cat but sometimes curiosity can pay off in golden loot so it makes it implies that that this is going to at least list the loot tables. Mm-hmm. Countless adventurers have countless adventurers have given their lives to seek out more information on the dangers that lurk within the treacherous dungeons of Azeroth. And all we get are two sentences. Yeah, and it's <laughs> you know, and it's not things like you know. Starman has this many hit points. See, it's, you know, Starman has, lives in New Jersey. You know? Warrior <laughs> so, shot the food. <laughs> Wizard needs food badly. It's, and if you click on it, you know, I, I, you moused over and it's clickable. Yes. And you click on it and what comes up? A picture. A, a larger picture. A and, big picture. So the reason that I kind of put this with the Druid skins is because one of the things that's been kind of debating on the forums is, I think the question was something along the lines of, is Blizzard wasting their time? It seems like they're feeding us stuff just because they're out of ideas. And my theory behind this, and I may be completely wrong, is that maybe they're just starting to suck resources away, resources away because of the new MMO that they're working on. Maybe. Which is entirely possible. I wouldn't blame them. I'm not saying that this is necessarily a bad thing, just so long as the next MMO that comes from Blizzard kicks ass. Right. I mean, this is this is a five-year-old game. It'll be five years old in November. Huh. And I think it's it's entirely possible that even Blizzard knows that it's time to maybe move on. How long can this game last? EverQuest is still around, but not many people play it anymore. I wonder how many people do play. What, do you have any idea what the population of, of each no. is right now? Well, considering what was it? What was it at one point? It was like five hundred thousand in its heyday, and yeah. that was the, that was in the days when there were dial-up modems, and not a lot of people had broadband. So I can't imagine a lot of people playing that. But twelve million people playing WoW, and Blizzard having such a very strong hold on on the gaming community. I would say that Blizzard probably knows that they can just say "boo" and people would jump to the next game. Yeah, I'm I'm looking up here to see if there's any information about exactly.